Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, jeez, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss. And get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. The weekend is here. Super Bowl's behind us. Basketball's in full swing. So many different things. Baseball, uh, pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting soon. Of course, madness around the corner in college basketball. So, so many reasons to get dialed in, enjoy your weekend, and thank you for spending a little bit of that time with us. Let me bring my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky, Mr. Brandon Rush. Brandon, how are you, buddy? You're not in Louisville, are you? You're out and about. Not, not, not currently. Still uh, still in Vegas, and the uh, the Super Bowl hangover is kind of a, a real thing. You know, you wake up the, the day after the Super Bowl, and you start, you know, thinking about how great of a season everything was, uh, and then you look, and it's just nothing but basketball and hockey on your television for the next few weeks, but the good news is, like you mentioned, uh, spring training right around the corner. There are spring training games in February this year, so we are less than two weeks away from uh, actual having, you know, being able to kind of piece together what baseball season is going to look like. And the fact that you can get those picks for free going forward is a, is a good thing. I can hear it in your voice. I mean, and I'm the same. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Grant, I, normally I don't feel it either. I mean, I don't feel it as much for some reason. Sure. I don't know what it is, but I hope this does not set up for a gloom and doom 2024. I, I thought back to last year at this time, and I don't remember feeling as down as I as I do right now after football season. I mean, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, eats chicken wings from, from August until the Super Bowl, and then he basically starts complaining and beating his girlfriend the rest of the year until he gets back to football. I don't want to be that type of, of mentality about things. But I will tell you, I, it's hit me a little bit harder this year as well. Yeah, it's it, We swept the Super Bowl, had side in total, and the side was obviously a little bit lucky, but it was an opinion. What I'm most proud about about the Super Bowl, um, and we'll talk about that before we get into the base, the basketball and the baseball and everything that you tried to set up so eloquently <laughs> before basically wanting to lay over and take a nap, which is what I'm in the middle of. I mean, trying to figure it out. But what, what I'm so proud of is that my explanation of what was going to happen happened almost to a T. Um, not counting overtime. Obviously, it got a lot closer to the total in overtime, but... I, I told everybody on this show, on every radio outlet, on TV, a media row, everybody that asked, I said, it's going to be a very close game. Um, I, I think it's going to come down to who turns the ball over the most is probably going to lose if they're even or so. I think it's really, really close, almost too tight to tell, but I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. So give me them as an opinion, a lower rated play. The under is the easiest play by far. I said that clients got that. Um, it was it was the easiest money out there. Uh, we could talk about the move of the total late in the week. I mean, literally mm-hmm. two hours leading up to the game. If you waited after a, a line that came out 13 and a half days ago, if you waited until 20 minutes before the game to bet and you somehow figured out a way to either push or lose, you are you you are you should lose. You deserve to lose. You have to care a little bit, be a little bit better steward of your money than to wait until 15 minutes before the game to bet something that has been out for two weeks. And if you're a client of mine, you got it like three days after, not even that, two days after it came out, before the Pro Bowl, you got side, you got total, you got predicted final score, and then you got prop bets, what, Friday or Saturday of the of the game, but leading up to the game. So, I mean, you you had plenty of time to get, get a, a line. I always consider it this way, Brandon. For those who don't know, the line was 47.5 when it opened. It stayed at 47.5 until literally an hour and a half or so before the game, a couple hours before. Then it went to 47. 
at the very last minute after every sharp in the world started panicking because they were hoping to go to 48 and they all bet under and where my clients have been on for two weeks it at the very last minute went to 46 and a half you couldn't i always look at this if you had over if i had had over and i put 47 or 46 and a half and i put a winner even on the website, when you go to the results tab at FatJackSports.com, you see all the results for the prop bets, for everything, for actually the last five or six years. If I had put over, if we had had over, and I'd put 46 and a half and a win or 47 and a push, I would have received 200 emails calling me names. Even because from people that weren't clients. Everybody and anybody. Now, of course, a percentage of those are just losers and haters. Sure. That will complain no matter what. You know, I, I address them on Twitter. I just people are so funny. They're such they're so miserable um, that that sometimes they only can say negative things, even in the face of nothing but success, which is where we are. And we've been uh, literally all year long, but certainly Super Bowl weekend. I don't know how people find stuff that my clients, for the most part, understand that I didn't have anybody email me or say anything I, I didn't I didn't win I pushed or nobody nobody did that because it didn't didn't happen you literally because if you'd had over you couldn't have found a number that would have been a good one and until literally about 20 30 minutes before the game so Super Bowl swept the side swept the total prop bets won um we should mention before we turn the page that you last week or the when we <laughs> pre-Super Bowl I said I came on the show and said Brandon you got a million dollars yep you got one prop who are you gonna bet thinking you know you're gonna you're gonna pick something that's at least minus one seventy one. Let's take the sure thing. You know, let's bet one minus one eighty. Um, how about uh, you know over thirty or something? You know, something ridiculous that you could guarantee yourself to turn that million into something else. And no, to your credit, you did what? I, I found a a plus money prop bet, uh, which was over two and a half players to attempt to pass. And we had that in the first quarter, or excuse me, the second quarter, uh, early in the second quarter. The first touchdown of the game came on a, a wide receiver pass, and uh, I was I was walking around the uh, the Westgate Superbook, just screaming 1.2 million bitches, like let's go, like That's I'm, right. I I'm getting paid. So if you're that jackass that bet a million dollars on tails never fails in Michigan, and laid fifty thousand dollars juice or whatever it was to get somebody to book your million dollar bet on the coin toss and multiple others, by the way, it's a forty thousand one in Vegas. If you were that idiot, all you had to do was listen to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You'd have got plus money, and you'd have won easily. You would have more than doubled your money. So you know, just another reason to listen. Easy, easy winner. The prop bets did really well. You know, the, my most proud prop bet was uh, Jersic, the tight, the uh, fullback. Over three and a half receiving yards. I think it was the second play of the game. Yep. He went over on that. I mean, it was yep. literally first or second play of the game. He had a nine-yard reception or something. So, um, easy, easy winner. Props won again. It's literally every year around Super Bowl, they give me free money based on the prop. I just almost can't lose on those prop bets. There's so many pages of them. If you know what you're doing and you know where to look and know what to look for, some of those are plus money. There's some easy money in there. We pass that along for free to the clients. Everybody wrapped up the football season, a winner. Put a big bow on that. Go to fatjacksports.com. I always tell people right now is the lowest rate you're going to get all year long. So if you're thinking about betting this next year, even if you don't bet baseball, even if you don't bet the horse races, even if you don't bet basketball, now is the time to get signed up at FatJackSports.com because the prices rise as we get towards September. And so you signing up now gets you a few things. Yes, it gets you baseball for free, gets you the lowest price available, gets you horse racing for free. If you're playing basketball, it allows you to not miss any of the plays which is super important as we go forward. But more importantly than all that, you can also pay out the lowest rate over the next eight months on football and basketball, seven months for football. That number goes down to six months on March 1st. So if you wait, you're not only going to pay more to sign up for the service, you're going to pay more. You can pay it out less months. It's going to make it more difficult for you to win this year, and you're going to pay more to do it. Winning gamblers sign up early at fatjacksports.com. That is really, I should tattoo that on my lower back as a tramp stamp because that is really the truth. Winning gamblers sign up early, and every one of them have filed in again this year. They did it right after the first of the year, which was the best rate. You signed up December 31st or 30th. You got the best rates the entire year, and they signed up for the new year, even if their package wasn't set to renew. 
Everybody else, they signed up some night, sometime between January 1st and the Super Bowl. And they are they get they're getting the best rate available. They're gonna win all year long because a lot of their packages don't didn't come due until the Super Bowl. Mm. The guys that are waiting and haven't renewed are, I know for a fact, are gonna A miss out on winning days. More importantly, they're gonna pay more to win this year. And C, if they care about money at all, they're going to have to pay out the service fee if they wanted to pay out the service fee over fewer months it especially is important to a hundred dollar a game player 50 a game hundred dollar game even 200 a game if you're a lower end player you want to get the lowest rate so you can get into profit earlier don't be one of those guys that waits until november after weeks and weeks and months and months of bad choices and then signs up and loses on their own and then complains to me that is what losers do. Don't be a loser. If you're going to bet the games, take a little pride in what you're doing and get signed up today at FatJackSports.com. All right. Um, before we turn the page, last last weekend, what was the, your favorite thing about the Super Bowl? What, what Did you see anything interesting? You got anything? Uh, there's some incredible numbers on the uh, efficiency and the the greatness that we're seeing with, uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Um, obviously, in in all three of the Chiefs Super Bowl uh, titles under Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, they've erased 10-point deficits in every single game. They were down 20 to 10 in the uh, early fourth quarter in the first Super Bowl against the 49ers. They're down 24-14 at the half last year to Philly. And of course, this year they were down early, or excuse me, late in the in the second quarter. Uh, ten nothing to to the 49ers yet again. They keep finding ways to come back, and that just shows I think that how good of a, of a team that they are. Uh, another number on Patrick Mahomes now. He's played in 114 games in his career, Jack. He has only lost by more than one possession four times. Yeah, that they, is obscene. They got it going. And they have it going from a bunch of different ways. They do not believe they can lose. And there is something to that. I mean, when you when you get to uh, that level and you have that that many players, and the way that they've done it, with you know, going back to losing Tyreek Hill and yeah. the, just the, the turnover that they had there and the running backs. I mean, most people don't know anything about the running backs. He's just the, the flavor of the day over the last three or four years. That's always a turnover position for them. Um, and all the way down to everybody except Kelsey and Mahomes. And, and the evolution of the defense, I mean, mm-hmm. they do it different ways. They are they were not the best team in the year uh, in the league all year long. They were all power rated. Other teams were power ranked higher than them all year long. They did lose games. It's not like this is a dynasty from, you know, September 1st till the Super Bowl. But when it comes time to play, they do not know how to lose. They refuse. They're, they're a January to- and February dynasty. They really are, and and that is the most important dynasty when you are, when you are a, a, a football team. So, um, congratulations to them. I, I tell you this: the Kansas City Chiefs fans. You know, I do a lot in Kansas City and talk to a yeah. lot of those guys. Yeah. I'm on in Wichita, going in Kansas a bunch. A great show actually with Seren Petro up there on uh, eight ten, and th- those fans. You want to talk about a group of people that are spoiled? I mean, they are. They just believe every single year they're supposed to be in the Super Bowl. So it is, uh, but interesting for them to see uh, that their team just keeps doing it. It's, it's a great time to be a, uh, a Kansas City Chief fan. San Francisco, Brandon, what happened there? I, I mean, they, they ran into a buzzsaw yet again. I mean, we've to uh, talked about all the successes that Kansas City and, and has had under Reed Mahomes. I mean, you look at Kyle Shanahan, he's now blown three double-digit leads in Super Bowls. Got beat by Tom Brady in the, in the 28-3 to Atlanta game. And then twice now has blown double-digit leads to to the Chiefs. I, I be, There are going to be people out there who are going to say, hey, we need to get rid of this guy. He obviously can't win the big game. You've been to the game that many times. You've got the right guy. They just, I mean, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't fumble, they probably win that game, you know? Um, if if Drake Greenlaw doesn't pop his Achilles getting ready to go onto the field, they maybe win that game. It's for me, it was a somebody had to lose, and they just yeah. And, and some people will talk to about the the decision to not take the ball first in the new overtime format, uh, which I'll be honest, I didn't fully grasp 
until it was just you know until they showed it on TV that that we were going to be running into that. So well, all in all, I think San Francisco was is, is the right place, right time, and they just ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah. So let's talk quickly about uh, the the biggest thing, the, the biggest if I guess to me is if somebody blocks Chris Jones in overtime. Yep. On when he runs up on the middle down. and hurries yeah. on third down, he they had a, a a flag route wide or a, a post route wide open. Um, a little square in that literally nobody's within 10 yards of him. He was rushed, and, and that's an easy touchdown. Then they win the game. So that was the biggest difference. Let's talk quickly about the overtime rules. Uh, number one, to your point, it's not your job to know. It is the Kansas City, it is Kansas City's head coach and San Francisco's head coach to know the rules in overtime. That's yep. the first thing. Um, so and, and Kansas City Chiefs players said, yeah, we go over that all the time. We knew exactly what was going on. San Francisco players, if you listen to their post-game interviews, no, we hadn't discussed it. We didn't know. Obviously, that is the coach's problem and fault. Here is the real the, the the real part of that, though, that nobody is discussing. He actually chose correctly with the new rules. If you draw up the math and you draw up the analytics on a punt-punt situation, the team that got the ball first is absolutely in a huge, uh, significant uh, positive standpoint. Mm-hmm. The game had trended under the entire game. Both defenses had had a ton of success. So if you if you did the math now on those two, now listen, if it's 50 to 50, it's a different conversation. But on a game where these two teams had struggled to score, had struggled to move the ball, either a punt-punt or a field goal-field goal situation where you still have time left, the team that got the ball first is at a huge advantage. Nobody is talking about that, but that's the truth. And if you talk to people who know what they're doing, both in the analytics world and the gambling world, they're kind of snickering at the average guy. You know, everybody's looking for a safe, uh, you know, scapegoat. Sure. sure. They're looking for somebody to blame. But you you cannot assume that you're going to score a touchdown either way because touchdowns had been very rare relatively rare at that point in the game. So you really should be looking at, okay, what do we need to do to get ourselves in the best situation over the entire length of the overtime? If both teams are going to get the ball, no matter what happens, then you're better off getting it first, scoring a touchdown than trying to get a stop or what most likely would happen, which is what almost did happen. Hmm. Both teams kick a field goal. If the if the, the San Francisco's drive had not taken so long, they might've got the ball back and then only needing a field goal to win. So it, people are looking at it incorrectly. Yeah, it's a problem that coach didn't know the rules. But in the end, if he had to do it all over again and he asked people who know, he probably should have taken the ball first anyway. At least that's right. And I think I think that because we haven't seen that happen yet, we, you know, they're, they're, they have, we don't have data to show, hey, this is what happens when you take the ball first in this double overtime you know, scenario or whatever. That I, I'm with you. I would rather ensure myself of having, A, the ball first, set the tone to you know, at least that way the other team knows what they have to do. But again, if you go field goal, field goal, or it's punt, punt, next score wins, I'd rather have the ball in a next score win situation. And what we do have is data on how often, how many drives during the game resulted in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not get arrogant enough to think that all of a sudden the game's going to change because you're in it overtime. Right. Because, because the drives had not ended in a touchdown. They hadn't. Most of the game, what was it, 18 straight? Either Kansas City, uh, yeah, Kansas City had gone in the second half of the AFC Championship game and the first half of the Super Bowl had gone 18 consecutive drives without a touchdown. So let's not just assume that everybody's going to score a touchdown all of a sudden. Right. That's what ends up happening with analytics in general. People get arrogant and they think, well, this is definitely going to happen because we're mm-hmm. supposed to do Well, that's not what's happened. What's happened was the thing had been a snooze fest for three and a half quarters. Nobody had been scoring touchdowns at all. The only people are happy are me and my clients who had under. We don't care whether anybody scored or not. And so let's just assume that what's probably going to happen, and you could have gotten net numbers on this, is this next drive you can bet on is there going to be a touchdown. I mean, in-game stuff has that. You would have gotten probably four to one, three or four to one, that it would have ended a touchdown. So if you assume that 70% of the time they're not going to score a touchdown, which, oh, by the way, they didn't, and then they come back the other way. They got it all the way down to literally one play left. They don't get a touchdown there. They kicked the field goal. Yeah, I guess you get my point is that yeah. it wasn't the worst decision in the world, although the fact that he didn't know what was going on was a bigger deal. Go to FatJackSports.com. If you're tired of the Super Bowl, didn't win the Super Bowl, sick of the replays of the Super Bowl, that's the great thing about winning the Super Bowl 
is that when you lose that game, and I've had, uh, like, what, three losses over the last 17 years or so, and the, the next week you almost don't want to turn on the TV. No, because that's all you see. It's replays. You can't you can't even watch Nickelodeon without getting a, an NFL recap of what happened in the game. And, yeah. and this would not have been the year because with Taylor Swift <laughs> and everything going on in Bay, the last thing we yep. want to do is not win this game because we would have had to literally turn the TV off for about a week because they continue to show highlight after highlight. My clients are able to say, yeah, that was actually a real nice payday. Uh, for myself because Fat Jack got me across the finish line. So go to FatJackSports.com if you want to be in that boat this next year for the best price all year. You can do that today uh, by getting signed up on the website. So we turn to basketball, Brian. Let's talk about NBA. You want to take a break real quick? You want to talk NBA real quick? Yeah, let's let's get it, uh, a break in because I, I think now that the football season is behind us, we really need to majorly shift gears not only in um, the idea of what's going to dominate our day-to-day landscape for the next three months, uh, but there are people who don't pay attention to basketball at all until football season is over. So we it's need to kind of like, give it got, some room. Got going on a two-week vacation and then having to go back to work the next day, whether we want that to is, do it or not. Yeah, that's me next week. Whether we want to do it or not, we got to get up, get out of bed, and not talk about the football, not talk about the Sooners or the Texas Longhorns or how bad Jim Harbaugh. All those things. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to turn the page. We're going to get our lunch pail, and we're going to figure out a way to get people even deeper into profit betting on hoops. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and spring is in the air. Basketball season's in full swing, and it's time to make a decision that's going to make you money all year long. Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $60 a week, turn a profit betting the games. You can pay out the service fee over the next eight months. The lowest rate of the entire year is available now, and you get baseball season absolutely free. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get picks that are sent by email that will turn your profit each and every day. Go to FatJackSports.com. It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, golf majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host, roller skating in the poop season full-time. He's the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour. Yeah, what'd you think of um, of Usher? What'd you think of that whole halftime performance? It, it started very slow, and, and as a guy who doesn't, I don't have a full appreciation, I guess, of, of his entire catalog. It definitely escalated as it went, and it, I feel it got better when the when the uh, the guest appearances started popping in. Uh, I left on a high note, though, so that was that was good. Good. I did the opposite. <laughs> I mean, not the opposite. I, I thought it started slow. I thought that, uh, yeah, it would be the first song. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started with some song I didn't even know. It was a mashup, right? Well, like a mashup. Yeah, it was right a out. little little medley right out of the box. Yeah. I know a couple of the of the casinos that were judging prop bets that offered that stuff outside the state of Nevada. They uh, were paying both. They were paying multiple winners on that because it was a mashup. So uh, they decided to do that. Um, yeah, I. It was. I didn't. I didn't love the first. Then I went upstairs to. Uh, I had, I don't know, fifty or sixty thousand dollars in a little blue backpack thing that I carry around, uh, just in case I needed to do something at halftime. As the game's go, trending under by, you know, the, the in-game total was twenty-nine or something. I, I'm not betting anything at halftime. I'm just going to cash the ticket and move on. So, I took my money upstairs, saw the first song or so, and then started typing on the computer and didn't really listen to the rest. So, didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Um, didn't care honestly. I didn't think it was one of the better ones. The one in LA was my favorite one in recent history. That was it was pretty good, yeah. But the like I said, the guest spots were fun. You know, to get to see, uh, you get Alicia Keys in there, and then you also get uh, Little John, Ludacris. That 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 escalated it for me. Favorite commercial? 
honestly, I didn't, I didn't really pay much attention uh, to the commercials, and and I haven't seen many since then because I haven't been home to watch watch much TV. So I, I, I honestly don't remember much of them. I'm normally that in that exact boat. Don't care about the commercials. I'm normally getting a hot dog. Absolutely love the one, the Dunkin' Donuts, the Dunkings with with J Lo and Ben Affleck and Tom. Yeah, Brady. that was that was pretty good. That Super one was funny. Good. Um, and, and uh, Ben Affleck was or uh, uh, Matt Damon was awesome in that. They all oh, were great. That was actually I laughed out loud. Uh, so Poor that was Matt Damon. It's, it was so funny. He said something that said, "I'm so sorry." So <laughs> to J Lo, I forget what he said, but it was uh, it was very very funny commercial. So, um. FatJackSports.com, get signed up. The season's not over. In fact, the decisions you make now are going to get you into profit for less money longer term. A lot of times the difference between a winning gambling year, making money long term, and a losing gambling year, and you at the very minimum are going to pay less signing up now than if you wait until September by about $1,000, 800 some odd dollars. So that's like if you're a $200 player, $400 worth of savings or four wins basically added to your bottom line just for making a decision now that will also get you baseball for free. So if you do go to Colorado this summer and go hiking, go to Illinois to visit your aunt, whatever, you know, you go into the many, 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 many states that have legalized sports gambling. Um, you can bet, just bet then, you know, don't bet it the rest of the year. They're free. So uh, go to fatjacksports.com, get signed up today and win this weekend. Um, went to a couple of comedy shows where we're out there and we're going to turn to bat- basketball for sure, but went to a couple of ta- comedy shows. Um, Went and saw Sebastian Maniscalco, whatever his name is. Super, super funny. He was great again. Uh, even better this time, I think, than the last time I saw him. The um, Then I, we went to the D.L. Hughley, Shaquille O'Neal, Legends of Comedy. Um, you did not go to that one with us, did you? You went to a no. I, I went to I went to a different show. I went and saw uh, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer at the uh, MGM Grand Garden Arena. Had a couple guest spots uh, from. Uh, Bobby Lee and uh, Shane Gillis. There, the the people watching at that one was phenomenal because honestly, it's it's a lot of our our fan base. Like a lot of people that listen to this type of show yeah. are are in that in that demographic. But just from a from a uh, celebrity standpoint, uh, Vince Vaughn, Guy Fieri, Jelly Roll was there. Um, a handful of athletes. It was it was a good. Polly Shore. Like I mean, come on. You see Polly Shore in the wild on a Saturday night. That's how you know it's a good time. Yeah. No, you definitely were at the right one. <laughs> Um, the best thing about the Shaquille O'Neal one was the people watching. Mm-hmm. Loved, I absolutely loved the people watching. It was uh, there were probably fifteen white people there, um, and you and you, Karen, and the Travers were probably four of them. We were four of them. We were literally twenty percent <laughs> of all the, of the white entire people the, the entire white population. And what was so great about it, Brent, is the the DJ who plays before and really throughout the entire show. They bashed not only white people, but pretty much everybody. And sure. so when they would bash the white people, everybody would turn and look at us. And we, you know, it was, was <laughs> just fine. To, just to gauge your reaction. Yeah. Just to see the reaction. Um, but it was actually very, very funny. It was, it was during the pregame stuff. They, the DJ would say, All right, all my Puerto Ricans out there, get up and dance. And he'd play some song and they would get up and dance. And then they got to the, the white people. They said, All right, all you white, all 15 of you white people. <laughs> they literally counted how many there were. Get up and dance for us, and they played uh, "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. It was going to have to be that Journey or some Taylor Swift. That was, those were the only played, options. Yeah, I think they played some Journey too. They did a couple, a couple of different times. Super funny, and then you know it was, but it's a very, it, it was really fun actually from that perspective. Sure. I didn't love the comedians. One of them, I could not understand what he was saying. Mm. I mean, I just could not keep up. He he uh, was from the South and. Had a dialect I couldn't I couldn't keep up with, so I tried my best. But it was uh, it was actually a really fun event for me, and I don't think D.L. Hughley's that funny. We'd gone because Julie wanted to see. She thought he was really funny, and they did. Both of the Travers really thought it was funny, so it was great. I didn't think he was that funny, but great people watching. Very very fun evening from that perspective. So we had a good time. Um, let's talk basketball, NBA. What are your thoughts on the NBA, Brandon? So far, it's been an interesting year, um, especially if you look at say uh, like the the standings. You know, coming into the All Star break, which is it's just very very soon. Um, you, you look at you know the Thunder obviously have have done an, an amazing job, really kind of turning that thing around to be in the conversation in the Western Conference is wild, considering the teams that are in the West with you know Denver who won a championship a year ago, Phoenix has two of the best players in the league 
and are still finding ways to uh, to get it done. And you look at the Lakers and the Warriors potentially being in a play-in game uh, scenario come playoff time. The West is is wide open. The East, I think, is is a is a four horse race now that Embiid's been been out for a bit. Um, Philly's plummeting. Uh, Boston, Cleveland, and and the Bucks are are uh, teams that are going to have to be you know trouble to deal with. I'll tell you what, though, the the moves that the Knicks made at the trade deadline, getting Bogdanovich, that's a team that's going to be a problem for somebody in the in the Eastern playoffs. And uh, I am buying, before I leave Vegas, a futures ticket on the Knicks to, to win the Eastern Conference. Yeah, that's one. And um, the other one that was interesting that actually Jim Traber brought up was Kawhi Leonard to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. You can still get Kawhi Leonard at, I want to say, 20 to 1 or longer. To win the MVP, and, and we, as we talked with futures tickets in the NFL, you don't have to get them across the finish line; uh, you just have to get them in the conversation late. Um, and so that's something to certainly think about. I the Thunder deal. I was I was telling somebody this I don't know a couple weeks ago that the Thunder over their win total has been some of the easiest money I've made each year um, over the last probably five years. Uh, what Sam Presti does um, is just next level good. I mean, he is unbelievably good at, you know, we talk about talent a lot. And, you know, in the NBA, it's all about, uh, for a lot of the high-profile big market teams, about finding talent that's already out there and then making these super teams, you know, and having yep. them kind of agree to come on. That That's not, there's no skill in that. I mean, if you go out and you get, you know, Kawhi Leonard and and James Harden and, and all these guys that go on the same team that are, are, have been great for other teams, you haven't done anything. You've just structured contracts. But if but to actually scout talent that is either in the draft or is undervalued someplace else and then put them together is not a given. General managers are not able to do that. And we see it in the NFL all the time. Guy, I mean, we talk about about uh, Brock Purdy being being Mr. Uh, you know, insignificant or whatever it's called. He, how many quarterbacks were drafted above him? Tom Brady's a six rounder. We see those guys, GMs and people uh, assessing talent fail all the time in every sport. Unless it seems, unless you're Sam Presti. This guy, I'm telling you, he's unbelievably good. He makes household names out of players that nobody knew who they were before. And 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 frankly, he brings in coaching staff and, and management people that are just incredible. If you're an Oklahoma in, or a fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder, that's who you need to buy a Christmas gift for. Mm. That dude is, he has made Oklahoma City relevant in a, in a market where it is very difficult to be relevant in this climate of the NBA. So uh, congratulations to him. And as you said, for them to even be in the conversation is really, really impressive. They're 22 to one, Oklahoma city's 22 to one to win the NBA championship right now, Boston, the Boston Celtics plus two sixty, So almost three to one Denver nuggets at four and a half to one. So those are obviously the, the favorites to win both those conferences. We talk about Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers, are 550 to win it all. And uh, you might should take a flyer on him. Uh, they, that, that's really, you know, if they become significant late, um, you know, you're going to have some of these teams that that have one or two players that are just playing really good right now that are going to be in the conversation simply because their teams are playing well late. The Bucks 6-1, to one, Phoenix Suns 14-1, to one, the Knicks at 18-1. to one. That's a nice little flyer, as you said, the, the trades they made. Uh, Cleveland 22-1, to one, then Oklahoma City. Minnesota, Philadelphia down to 30 to one to win it all. And um, now with, with that, if Embiid comes back and is 80% of what he is, that might be something that, because I mean, you're not going to get that, that number in the playoffs, even if they get in, it's a seven or an eight seed. Well, don't bet on Kawhi Leonard. If you're going to do that, bet on Embiid because, or bet on Philadelphia. Sure. Don't bet on Embiid at all, because if that happens, uh, it will be because of him. He's going to win the MVP. And, well, and, here's the thing, though. The with the with the new rules for the uh, for the league awards in the NBA, trying to make sure that their players play, they have to play 65 games. So Embiid uh, is not going to win the MVP. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you're better off betting Philly, though, if you think that's going to happen. Right. Um, notice what I have not talked about are the uh, midseason tournament winners the in-season tournament champion los angeles lakers yeah it's like a 50 to one uh, you know that's that's the one if you want to talk about a a, a mark or a, a blemish on the nba season thus far it's in their eyes they would like to have 
that midseason tournament winner be somebody that kind of a sneak peek of what's coming up later mm-hmm. on in the season mm-hmm. and for it to do exactly the opposite on, on not just a team, but the team, you know, Lakers are one of the top two or three teams in the league from a name standpoint, team wise and player wise, that is the opposite of what they were actually looking to happen. So, um, but yeah, just a little bit of a rundown of the NBA so far. And so if you had to take a long shot to, to be relevant at the end, that's, you know, in that, I don't know, t- Phoenix or lower. So Phoenix, the Knicks, Cleveland, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, and Philadelphia in that range. Uh, you had you had to bet a million of your 2.4 million you now have on who's going to go the furthest between the Knicks, Cleveland, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Philadelphia, and Dallas. Who would you say? I, I, I would stick with the – can I – I'll split. I'll do half uh, OKC, half New York. So 500 on each. Well, I mean, you got one in each conference, so I guess that yeah, works. yeah, I mean, and I, I can I, still win. I can still win both if they meet in the finals. So I could be a stickler, but but we're actually playing with millions of <laughs> yeah. dollars we don't have, so it's all right. I was gonna say, yeah, if, if you're gonna be a stickler with imaginary money, we got problems. Yeah, exactly. So FatJackSports.com, if you want to do more than just have imaginary money, then definitely get signed up today and start winning. Um, with best rates of the entire, you can get the weekend if you want to. It's about 129, 149 bucks through through Monday. Um, or save money, go through February. It's you know, a couple hundred bucks. Go through March Madness, about four ninety nine. NBA Finals, seven ninety nine. So the longer you go, the less money it is. Think about that. Four ninety nine through March Madness, which is the first week in uh, April. Or for three hundred dollars more, you can get everything through the NBA Finals, which is in June. So all of April, all of May, half of June, including free baseball, three months. For $300, you're paying $100 a month if you sign up now. Now, if you wait until August, April to do that, you're going to pay $3.99 a month to do that. But if you do it right now, you can add all those months for about $100 a month. That's People can do the math, about $20, $25 bucks a week. $3 a day. 3 bucks a day, less than you're spending at Starbucks, to actually get yourself on the right side of some of these games. And, and the good news is, guys, if you go even longer – go out through next year's Super Bowl, you're saving even more. The idea is to get you to sign up longer term, save the most money, and build profit before we get to football season. Also have the service fee paid off or paid out uh, either way, but most likely have made that money before we get to football season so that when you get to football, you have to worry about it. You're playing all the things you're supposed to. You're betting the right amounts. You're not going to cave and lose money, which is the only guys that give me a headache are those that wait, they sign up for short packages, and then they complain when they hit a bad day or two. I had an idiot this week giving me giving me grief because he signed up two weeks ago and bet more than he was supposed to, and then he went through the first losing basketball week we've had since October. Whose fault is that, Brandon? Is that my fault that I had a losing week in basketball? It is gambling. There's going to be a, a losing week now and then. It's going to happen. Normally, a lot more than one in October and one in February. One in January. Yeah, February. yeah or January. That, you're going to have a lot more than that. But if you wait until then to sign up and then you lose, is it my fault or is it your fault? I mean, I would like to, I would like the guy who is going to pick, go on his computer and type out a message to at least take part of the responsibility for missing 55 or 60 games of profit in basketball leading up to the one bad week when we lost three games more than we won. I mean, it just to me, it just it never ceases to amaze me. That's why I implore people this time of year to get these longer packages, get all the plays, and start making money. That way you're not ever going to think you should go on the email and email your stockbroker or me because you had a bad week. So FatJackSports.com, sign up today and win this week. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383. Or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and spring is in the air. Basketball season's in full swing, and it's time to make a decision that's going to make you money all year long. Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $60 a week, turn a profit betting the games. You can pay out the service fee over the next eight months. The lowest rate of the entire year is available now, and you get baseball season absolutely free. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get picks that are sent by email that will turn your profit each and every day. Go to FatJackSports.com. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. For the final time this week, here is our host, a man who's got a great jump shot. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number three, wrapping up the show, getting you ready for the weekend. I know it's cold in a lot of the country out there. Everybody stay warm, stay inside, watch some basketball. Um, enjoy your uh, February. You know, it's leap year, Brandon. It is. Uh, do, do, do you know anybody that is a leap baby? I don't. Do you? I actually went to school with uh, a set of twins that were born on leap day. So it was weird when it'd be like, oh, I'm 12. I'm three. like, oh, I'm three. I mean, technically, but yeah. Yeah. Is that, that joke, does that hit 5% of the time? I guess in grade school, I, it's more than. Yeah, exactly. I think once you get, uh, once you hit puberty, that, that joke kind of goes away. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I, I guess I, I might know somebody, but I don't know anybody that brags about it. So one of those deals. Um, yeah. Excited about, the, you know, the, the one thing I enjoy is let's add an extra day to February. I mean, let's, this, I just, it's like part of the world, whoever made up the stupid decision to add an extra day to the worst month of the entire year in at least our part of the country. And I understand it's not about us, but in this point, in this case, I think it is about me. Um, yeah, I want, I want to know who was in, who all was the deciding factor when they decided, when they convened and said, Hey, we're going to have an extra day this year. What month are we going to add it to? Why can't we have one month with 32 days? Well, that, I, I, a really I, I, awesome month, like October. Or December. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let's do something. We can we can celebrate New Year's. At least then we're looking forward to the extra day. Right. You know, maybe it takes a Thursday to a Friday type. I don't know. I'm just saying that February seems – I understand it's the shortest. And that's why. I don't care. That's It's the shortest because it stinks. Nobody likes February. February is the ugly girl with B.O. at the dance. Nobody wants to hang out with February. Um, or guy. Not sexist guy with bo whatever, um, yeah. I, I I think it's a ridiculous idea that that we're we're extending the worst month the entire year. So, uh, fatjacksports.com, get signed up today. I you know I had other fleeting thoughts that came into my brain and then left. Oh um oh I've heard some talk about and this is not something I wrote down, but I heard some talk about people at least considering or wanting to consider. I don't know anybody important. But at least the thought of possibly having the Super Bowl on a Saturday. What are your thoughts of that? No, Vito. These are these are people who party too hard watching the Super Bowl and just want a day to recover. Be an adult. Take the day off. Or, or better yet, don't get just unbelievably drunk and plastered so you can actually go to work the next day like a functioning adult. These were actually 74-year-old couple that hung out the yacht club and hung out too late and then slept at noon the next day. So, I but I get your point. Uh plan ahead a little bit. Yeah. Um the the two reasons that not just them but that I've heard about other people talking about is a that you do have more drinking and and getting out on Sunday nights a little bit, you know, worse of an idea you could get more Ubers maybe uh the crowds will be more equipped for Saturday night. And more importantly, 16 million people around the United States call in. It's a soup called Super Bowl sickness or whatever, Super Bowl flu. But 16 million people annually call in sick on Monday to the point that big companies prepare for that. So they schedule different amounts of people, understanding they're going to get a lot of sickness called in the day after the Super Bowl. So at least it's, it's a discussion that I thought was worth bringing up. I would much rather see uh, companies and, and hey, let's involve the government since they have to be involved to declare federal holidays. Let's move President's Day to the Monday after the Super Bowl. So that way we still get President's Day as a holiday. And then we you, we can double as uh, uh, a Super Bowl hangover day. See, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. I mean, who gives a crap about President? The best thing about President's Weekend is you get a day off of school where you can go skiing or something. Nobody but here's the thing. It's in, it's in January. You just came off winter break. You don't need a break after being back at school for two weeks. Yeah, President's Weekend is February 12th. It's coming up. You're talking about MLK. No. Is, I thought maybe. Okay. Well, if that's the case, either way, I was thinking President's Day was was like, early early january no it's it's the middle of february it's coming up here in a week or so or oh yeah yeah so yeah my point my point stands let's move president's day a week early and it's even a better idea than what you thought it was because it's actually really close to the super bowl anyway some weeks or some years it might be it's not the actual day yeah but it'd be close at least so i'm i'm with you buddy let's get let's move second from from the third monday of the month to the second monday of the month and then everybody's happy we're probably celebrating some president that was an absolute racist at the time anyway. So, I mean, I, I hate to thousand percent. 
Yeah, I hate to be the one that says it, but I mean, there's going to be people that if you're in his bedroom on pillow talk, you're probably not going to want to hear a lot of what he had to say. So <laughs> let's let's move it up a week. Now at least you're you're uh, you're helping Super Bowl Sunday. So I think that is a better plan. That's going to be my new statement. Also, I'll give you credit whenever possible. Uh, I'll Big, take it. Big Twelve Conference um, to win the Big Twelve, Brandon. Is this the year Kansas does not win the Big Twelve? I mean, it would be the first time in what it feels like forever uh, for them not to win it because, I mean, Houston obviously is is the team to beat in my in my estimation. Minus one eighty five. Houston is minus one eighty five. Big. When was when was the last time Kansas was was a double digit odds to win to win the conference? Not just double digit. I'm gonna we're gonna run through them. And if you are a believer in the Kansas Jayhawks and you believe there's something to their aura, and that they just figure out a way to get it done, and that Australian freshman who Rurfee or whatever his name is that he's gonna he's gonna start lighting it up again um if you think that's the world you are never gonna see the Kansas Jayhawks at the number you're getting ready that I'm getting ready to tell you about so Houston minus 185 uh, Iowa State two and a half to one they're the second choice right now and mm. remember these are schools that have been in the big 12 so let's not just act like because of this com- combine this com- combining the big 12 conference and you know Houston's now in it and they're so great Kansas is behind Iowa State at two and a half to one. They're behind Texas Tech at fifteen to one. And but Baylor, Kansas, maybe? No, Kansas mm. Jayhawks are at eighteen to one, tied with Baylor. You get Kansas at eighteen to one. This is not to win the national championship. This is to win the Big Twelve. So, I mean, that is definitely something to at least consider. Uh, we're talking about um, any of those long shots you like. Who would you look at? Who would you look at those, Brandon? Or would you want to go a little deeper? <sighs> I mean, to, to win the conference? Yeah, just to win the conference. I, I mean, I, I mean, Tech is is flawed a little bit. I, I'm surprised the number is that high. If I had to go with somebody besides Kansas uh, and take away the favorite Houston, Baylor, oof, coin flip between Baylor and Iowa State. I trust Iowa State a lot more, mainly because I just despise Baylor as an entity. So I'll, I'll go with the Cyclones. So to win the NCAA championship, Connecticut, you can get good money on whoever you like. Connecticut, six and a half to one. Purdue, who seems to figure out a way to be early out in that tournament mm-hmm. every year. They're at six and a half to one. Houston, nine to one. Arizona, 12 to one. Tennessee, 14 to one. North Carolina at, what are they? They're 18 to one, 16 to one. And Alabama, 16 to one. So pretty wide open this year. You don't have that big favorite. Normally you'll have a you know, Duke or somebody up there that'll be, you know, Two and a half a runaway favorite, yeah, going in. And you don't really have that. You got a bunch of teams that are flawed that have some losses. Um, about the Big Twelve, that's going to be the one thing about Oklahoma and Texas losing. If you're a Sooner fan or a Longhorns fan, about them leaving the conference, that uh, SEC is obviously really good at basketball, but there's no conference in the country right now that is top to bottom a tougher place to play in basketball than is the Big Twelve. So. Um, that'd be a little bit of a, a letdown uh, from a basketball standpoint. Interesting to see how the landscape of everything changes next year. Um, to to make to be a number one seed, I thought that was interesting, Brandon. If, um, let's see here where the number one seed numbers are. I don't know. I'll have to find it in a minute. But anyway. I, I did I did see final to make the final four. Um, UConn, Purdue. I mean, it's the same same four as as the national championship teams, but UConn. Plus, uh, or three to two right now to, to make the final four. So they, them and Purdue are, are the, the clear cut favorites followed by Houston and Tennessee. So number one seeds. And the only reason I bring this up is because you've got nine minus 9,000 for Purdue in the big tip. Jesus. <laughs> minus 9,000. Just that'd be a number one seed. So uh, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know that I bet anybody else in that spot, but I do think overall as a group, so you get a little deeper, Connecticut, 6,000, minus 6, six uh, or 60, minus 6,000. So basically bet 6,000 to win 100. Big, big favorite. Houston, minus 900, or excuse me, minus 500. Arizona, minus 230. Then you get into the plus numbers. Um, I think that there's a chance that one of those teams does not win their tournament and has not drawn off enough in their conference. There's at least a chance that you get here down the stretch. Remember, we're not to the tournament yet. We still have a few weeks to go before we get to the conference tournaments. So if you could get a team like Arizona or Houston to lose a couple and then not win their conference tournament in a really tough conference, a team like Tennessee at almost 3-1 to one can step in. Alabama and, and- – 
yeah, Alabama and Auburn, I think could, you could put in that category as well because they are they are probably a, a three, four game winning streak in the regular season. And then, like you said, Tennessee get knocked out early in the SEC title and one of those teams make a run to the to the conference championship. You could easily see them get to a number one seed. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out. You, you, you bet the favorites all day long. I mean, don't tell me that you don't sprain your arm telling me you had the Chiefs of San Francisco in August. I don't care. If you want to bet favorites, congratulations. I'm trying to look for a little longer odds and who might be able to step in. I do think there's a little value because the consensus is that those top four are going to make it. They're all minus money to make a number one seed. Another way of putting it, Brand, I'll, I'll bet you right now that not all four of those teams make our number one seed. Somebody, something will happen and one of them will get knocked out of the number one seed because we're not quite done yet. And teams do yep. lose as we head down the stretch. So if you don't want to lose, though, guys, go to fatjacksports.com. Get signed up today. We're going to have losing days. We may even have a losing week now and then. But consistently building profit is what you should be thinking about doing right now. If you want to have a big football season and join next year's Super Bowl, right now is when you lay that foundation. You pay the lowest rate of the entire year to get winning selections, emailed or text to you. You get all the plays. And if you need to, you pay out the service fee over the next seven or eight months to allow you to get all the plays. That by the time you get to football season, you're not worried about service fee. You're not worried about paying a, a bill for the plays. You're not even thinking about whether it was a good idea because you're already into profit most likely with the money you've made based on the free plays over the summer. And then, of course, basketball, if you're in with that, you're going to make money on those plays as well. Any final thoughts, Brandon, before we get out of here? I'm just fired up for uh, for basketball to get into full swing, and we get uh, profit every single day of the week. And the better way of saying that is you're fired up to get another week or so away from football season so you can return to normal and not be in this little funk of a depression that I think a lot of the country's in right now after one of the greatest uh, you know, game, in, end of the season games with lots of storylines and Taylor, everything that went on this year. The NFL, they showed again why they're undefeated. And, and because we are one week further away from the end of football season, it means we're a week closer to the start of the next one. And a week closer to the draft and mm -hmm. so much more. So lots coming up. Stay right here. Join us each week, guys. We're going to give away free winners. We're going to talk about all the things going on in the world of sports and get you ready to consistently make some money no matter what part of the country you're in. Be sure and download the podcast of the show. Listen to it at your leisure. Uh, follow us on Instagram at, at FatJackSports or Twitter at FatJackSports. Uh, for free winners and much, much more. All right, Brandon, we done? We're done. We're out of here. We'll, uh, I'll be, we'll both be on boats next week, so it'll be, it'll be fun. That's exactly right. Don't drink and drive. Wager responsibly. And until next time, this has been for Brandon Rush. This has been the Fat Jack and the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and spring is in the air. Basketball season is in full swing, and it's time to make a decision that's going to make you money all year long. Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $60 a week, turn a profit betting the games. You can pay out the service fee over the next eight months. The lowest rate of the entire year is available now, and you get baseball season absolutely free. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get picks that are sent by email that will turn your profit each and every day. Go to FatJackSports.com.